Hi friends, my name is Kelly Rowland and this is my podcast, Brazen and Brave. So since I was a teenager, I have prayed to God that I would live a life that isn't limited by my own beliefs and that I would really go after and be brave and live the life that God has called me to live. And that's really what this podcast is about. In every single episode, we are going to dig into the word. We're going to have real conversations and be honest, real humans to talk about how can we live a life that is brave? How can we live a life that is bold and courageous? And how can we take steps and take action and be unafraid about what the world has to say about it? Friends, I hope you're excited as I am. So let's dig into this episode of Brazen and Brave. Friends, welcome to this episode of Brazen and Brave Podcast. I know it's been a minute for those who are following me closely. Um, I gotta be honest, it's been super hard for me to be consistent in creating podcasts. Life is crazy, it's hectic. Um, podcasting is not my full-time job, and so it's become hard, but I'm going to keep at it. I'm going to find a way to become more consistent, and as God kind of pulls that thread of me needing to be, then I certainly will, but when I am free or when a message just seems super important, I do want to take the time and record it for you. So today on the podcast, I want to talk about compassion and really why is compassion important and how we can increase our compassion and our capacity for kindness for others. So first and foremost, why is compassion important? So compassion is something that is mentioned in the Bible over and over again. There are so many verses on compassion and why we should be compassionate and Truthfully, our Father in Heaven is hes the greatest example of showing compassion and showing kindness because that's what He does for us. And so it's just very evident that having compassion is important. And I've been thinking about this a lot on my own, kind of had some sermons talk about this recently in my reading, it's come up and I want to tie a couple things together. One being in Matthew chapter 9 verses 37 through 38, it says, Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. So in these verses, we're talking about the harvest is plentiful, but there aren't many workers to to create that harvest. And that's why Jesus is saying, hey, we need more workers. We need more people sharing the gospel and sharing the good news. And the way that we bring people to know the Lord is through having compassion and kindness, holding to God's truth, of course, and sharing God's word, but we do it with a kind and compassionate heart. And we all know that can be incredibly difficult 
incredibly difficult. We might think, oh, they don't deserve compassion. Look at what they've done. Or, man, they're just really difficult to deal with, and I don't want to deal with difficult people. And so many different examples that we could think of. But sometimes being compassionate, especially towards something people, is kind of against our nature, and it feels super uncomfortable. But it's what the Lord has called us to do. Um, it says in Ephesians 4.32, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. So that's just one example of many, many verses of where we're called to be compassionate. And what I want to talk about today is some action, some things we can do to build that compassion. And this is from, I have been reading With Christ in the School of Prayer by Andrew Murray, published in 1885. It's an old book, but it's really, really good. It gets really deep. Um, there's so much goodness and I've learned so very much. But in this paragraph, he writes what I'm calling a formula to build our compassion. And I'm going to read the paragraph, but then I want to break it down as a formula to help us daily build this compassion that God has called us to. So says, it is the forgetting of self and yielding ourselves to live for God and his honor that enlarges the heart, that teaches us to regard everything in the light of God and his will, and that instinctively recognizes that the need for God's help and blessing in everything around us is an opportunity for his being glorified. Man, I, when I first read this, I just started underlining like crazy and I'm like, wow, that is so, so good. And what made me think about this lesson is the line where it says, that enlarges the heart. And I immediately thought about that's compassion. When our heart gets bigger, has more capacity to love people, that's compassion. And that is what is absolutely needed by Christ followers who are out there trying to share the good news and create that harvest that we just talked about in, in, in Matthew chapter chapter 9, um, verses 37, 38. So I want to break this down for us into some really applicable steps that will help us build compassion. So step one, it is the forgetting of self. So step one is to put our fleshly desires, our fleshly thoughts, put our instincts aside because compassion is not always our first instinct. Because when we look at something from our fleshly view, we can't see it or see them with a spiritual view. So step one is the forgetting of self. And I feel like that's just step one of, of being a Christian, right? Because we have to die to ourselves. We're made new by what Christ did for us, right? And so accepting that gift, dying to ourselves, becoming new in Christ is step one. And when we kind of like peel away ourselves, die to ourselves, forget about our thoughts, it creates space and makes us available to see things the way that God sees them. So that is step one, right? And I feel like this is a daily step, right? To pick up our cross daily, to die to ourselves daily, it's a constant thing. I know I personally have to remind myself, I'm like, Kelly, not don't do this the way you would do it. Don't talk to this person the way you would talk to them. Talk to them as if Jesus is. 
right? So that's step one. Step two, yielding ourselves to live for God and his honor. So when we die to ourselves, we can put God first. So yielding ourselves, right? Think about a right of way, like letting the car go before you. You're yielding to traffic. We have to yield ourselves to God each and every day, in every situation, in every decision, in every prickly circumstance that happens. We yield, we step back, and we let God come in and rule our life and rule our authority. And when we think about adding that next step and his honor, or that next part of this step, that's really powerful because it helps us to decide like, okay, when I'm making this decision, when I'm talking to this person, when I'm loving this person, is God being glorified through this? Is this for his honor? And I think just having that gut, like gut check, right? Is what I'm doing, how I'm loving someone, how I'm acting or reacting in the situation, is it for his honor? I think that really helps us get in that place where we're yielding to God and we're kind of forgetting self. And then it says that enlarges, enlarges the heart. So when we die to ourselves, we yield ourselves to God and think about honoring him in everything we do and really like following his word. Like God is in our, he's in the details of everything we're doing. That allows that authority to come into our heart, the Holy Spirit. And that is what helps enlarge the heart, open up capacity, makes you available for the kind of kindness and compassion that really Jesus calls us to, like he does in Ephesians 4.32. And this is the part I really love, and I think this is really the key. And then it says, kind of the next step, that that teaches us, teaches us, right, to regard everything in the light of God and his will. And I really think about in his will as according to his word and what he says is true. So when we do those steps that we just talked about, it opens up our heart, enlarges our heart. That's when we see people, how God sees people. That's how we have compassion. That's how we have kindness. So the step here and really the goal here is to see people in the light that God sees them. Man, I think about that all the time. And it's something I've tried to become aware of and try to think about when someone hurts my feelings, when I'm hurt by maybe someone close to me, or I don't understand why other people are doing actions that don't make sense to me. I have to remember that to still try to have compassion. And I can do that by at least trying, right? Making the effort to see them the way God sees them. But the way that we do that is to yield ourselves to him, his word, his truth, and, and let his presence take over our life. Okay. So the next step, I love this. I love his language. And then it says, and that instinctively recognizes that the need for God's help and blessing in everything around us. So when we're forgetting ourselves, we're yielding ourselves to live for God, his honor, his truth. We open up that compassion. We see people the way that God sees people. That then we instinctively recognize that we're all hurting people, that we're all broken that we're all sinners and every single one of us in every situation is in need for God's help, his provision, and his blessing. Every single thing. And I think when we begin to recognize that you're no different than me. 
I'm no, I'm no better than you. When we really take that seat of humility and we see things the way God sees things, then, then we recognize, hey, we all need help. We all need God's blessing. And I think that just continues to, to add to your compassion. It adds to my compassion when I, I levels at the playing field to know, hey, we're all in need of God's word. We're all in need of God's help and blessings are all around us and blessings are needed all around us. And then the last thing that he says here, and I really love this, kind of the last step of the formula is an opportunity for his being glorified. So remember, friends, it's not for us. It's not for our glory. It's not for us to say, oh, look at how much compassion I have. Look at how much kindness I have. It's to look at a situation and see, look how God can intervene, that really people can see Christ through us, that the amount of compassion we can have, the amount of kindness we can have, the way that we can intervene and help people and in situations that don't make sense and where blessings happen in, in ways that don't make sense, that is an opportunity for his being glorified. To me, like the bigger the chasm, the radical the relationship, the the crazier, you know, the just God does miraculous things and he's able to do miraculous things. And so it's in those situations where it's an opportunity for him to be glorified. So kind of tying it back to the beginning where we talked about you know, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. And the workers have to have, according to God's word, kindness and compassion. When when the harvest does become plentiful and the workers grow and the harvest grows, it's all to the glory of God. And so I just say that to, to just encourage people. If you struggle with compassion understand it's not easy it's sometimes hard sometimes it seems impossible but through these steps forgetting of self yielding ourselves to live for god and his honor honor regarding everything in the light of god to see people as god sees them to recognize that we're all in need of god's help and blessing and that everything is an opportunity for him to be glorified when we root ourselves in those things it is an absolute guaranteed formula for us to have more compassion. And that's what God's called us to do. So I know this was a super short episode. I really wanted it to be bite-sized. I wanted it to be applicable. I wanted it to be 100% rooted in God's word and his truth. I hope this encourages you. I know when I read it for the first time, it really, really encouraged me. And so again, friends, I love you so much. I don't know the next time I will talk to you, but I just hope that um, this episode has been a blessing to you. And if it has, share it with someone else and I will talk to y'all next time. Y'all, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Brazen and Brave. If you feel encouraged, if you feel a little bit more bold than when we started today, then I am so excited for you. I want to encourage you to go out, take action, and to go after your goals. And if you feel empowered, give someone some of your light. Share that love. Share that encouragement. And I hope you have an amazing day. And I will see you next time.